Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com So we're going to have a little run around Victoria Park. Park. Fantastic. Yes, it's running commentary uh, 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 interview season. And with us, we've got Miranda Markham uh, from the uh, blogger. Yes. From the Thoughts and Pavement blog. Can we say award-winning? Isn't it award-winning You can. So I have indeed won one award, which which is nice. Um, And I'm also shortlisted for another one. Also nice. Um, oh, really? You've got on the yeah, shortlist. Which, which nice. means Good I team. actually have some readers other than my mother. Um, yeah. And I mean, I'm happy that my mum reads it, of course. Thank you, mum. Yeah, yeah. uh, I've, <laughs> I've seen Julie and Julia, yeah. you know, it's good, but it's not ideal. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's especially nice because actually being from uh, from Canada, um, actually having some UK readers took some time to uh, to get. So <laughs> nice, nice that people here actually think what I have to say is in any way interesting. I think that my uh, phone knew uh, that I was coming to see someone from Canada today because it played Rush all the way here. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I always listen should to Rush. Should we run. do softly, soft, soft surfaces? Yes, softly, all right. Softly. So yeah, we're doing a circuit of Victoria Park in. Uh, December, optimum running weather. It's not very good looking. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? But yes. it's still, you know. So the uh, what I was I was thinking to myself on the way over here. The thing about your blog is that, in the broadest sense, it's a bit like what we do. In that, it's not about the numbers, the maths and science of running so much as what it feels like and what it makes you think of definitely is that fair yeah i mean i think it's been um, a place where i've sort of documented my running stories good and bad yeah <laughs> uh for six years believe it or not wow that's, that's something to say about running for six years <laughs> so you started it when you're in canada did you? i did yeah i started it um uh for free shoes believe it or not um <laughs> all done many <laughs> things with free everyone shoes. gets free shoes <laughs> i'm actually wearing free shoes now yeah uh, but well Paul's these ones <laughs> i paid for i'm afraid uh, <laughs> listeners will know that paul once got free shoes in a really cool way through Runner's World, but another time, his son found some on top of a bin. Yes. <laughs> Talking of highs and lows. I mean, <laughs> that so, is an economical running, that is. So, yeah, well, that's a nice, uh, you know, that's a nice beginning to it. Yeah, well, actually, what ended up happening was um, I ran with a local running group, and uh, they were looking for... Uh, people to train for and run their first half marathon. Right. Uh, and in exchange for that, I would write a blog post for them, uh, and they'd give me some free kit. Nice. So I said yes, mainly for the kit. 
Not because I had any great desire to actually run a mar- half marathon. So what was your what was your life like pre-running? Then were you coming from? Were you were you in sporty or? Uh, I mean, sporadically. Right. <laughs> I'd have little spurts where I'd maybe train for a 10k and then right, okay, become right. a sloth after that. Yeah. Always so, but, from from childhood, or did you pick it up at some earlier point? A bit of running here and there. Um, I, again, really sporadically. So being from Canada, this maybe won't surprise you, but quite I played uh, ice hockey. Quite <laughs> outdoorsy, yes. Yeah, quite <laughs> tough. Yeah. Um, I also used to play a sport called ringette, which I don't think anyone's ever heard of here. What happens? Um, <laughs> it's very similar to ice hockey. Yeah. Um, except oh, is it what's known in Scandinavia as bandy or bondy? I, I don't actually know. It's got a hockey stick. Well, so it's a, it's imagine a hockey stick with the end cut off. Yeah. Right. And you play instead of a so puck a stick. with a blue <laughs> yes a stick imagine a stick. Yeah. Um, and you play with a blue rubber ring. Right. Instead of a puck, the rules are largely the same. Um, except you have to pass over the blue lines. Right. And there's supposed to be no body contact. Oh, and it's all girls. <laughs> okay. So, so you throw, throw the, the ring, ring into yeah, a goal sort of, sort of thing. Yeah, you just sort right. of oh, chuck yeah, it in. Hook it up. So hook. I said hook. <laughs> Found a new way to pronounce um, that word. Yeah. So there's elements of lacrosse to ring it. A little bit, yeah. See, did you, I didn't know this is where this... No, I didn't know this. We've already found out so much today. <laughs> um, I thought that... So there's three hoops, and you, you use broomsticks, and now I'm thinking of Quidditch. So you used to play ring it. Yeah, and that was, I think, before girls hockey was actually even offered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the extent of my athletics as a young person. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Kind of just found running a little later in life. And, and I, I mean, it's a common story. You know, you do one race and you yes. fall in love. <laughs> so how did the first half go? Uh, I mean, good. <laughs> yeah. Nothing momentous. I mean, I ran it very sensibly. Where was it? It was in Toronto. Right. Uh, the annual kind of half marathon there. Ran it in, I don't know, two hours and 16 minutes or something like that. Good. Nothing spectacular. But I, I, I did the coldest run of my life in Toronto. So I was there this February. <laughs> well, that's not surprising. Well, I was there this February and it was like... It was well in the minuses in terms of with the chill yes. factor. You quite often run in trousers, but you didn't that day, did you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't have any trousers. So but my goodness, I really enjoyed it. There's something about... Do you like running in extreme cold? Oh, I, honestly, I love it. So I'm going home to Canada. Oh, 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 oh. made it. Almost a face plant. Did made that it. hurt? Did it hurt your back? No, it's fine. Are you okay? Yeah. I've recovered. You want to come on the on the path? I don't want to. I'm forcing you into the right. into the roots. It's my fault. So yeah. So, wait, I mean, when you were running, you you was it? Because uh, Canada is conjuring up very cheesy cartoon images of mountains and you yes. know bear attacks. We is it? Is we talking city <laughs> or country running? Uh, so very much city running. Um, yeah. But yeah, t- Toronto in the winter time for runners uh, can be quite extreme. Yes. Um, yes. You, uh, I often tell people I dress in Canadian winter for running like a seven-layer burrito. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just all about the layers. You've got to have the right kit for sure. Um, and also some funny hazards, like if you run for long distances and you carry a fuel belt with water bottles, uh, the water will freeze right. after a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I once Touch trained comes. for a 30K winter race yeah. um, all the training through the winter time, and I'd fill the bottles with boiling water to start to prolong the freezing process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... The the other thing about Canada, oh boy, I've been away too long, I forgot my own country's name. God uh, bless Canada. I told someone I was a comedian <laughs> once and they said, oh really, are you from Canada? So, you know. We'll do. <laughs> Same thing, really. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this may also surprise you. Well, it's sort of, you may be picturing sort of barren tundra. Yeah. Um, but Canada also has a summer. Right. <laughs> um, temperature swings from, I don't know, 50 degrees. You'll have days in the winter where it's minus 20. Yeah. And days in the summer where it can be plus 35. Wow. So right. imagine the running wardrobe I have to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And when did you move over to the UK then? Uh, four years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have to admit, I love this sort of climate for running year-round. I mean, it's like a magical wonderland for me this time of year. Well, we've got the opposite, really. It's never too cold. It's never There's too nothing hot. too extreme, is there, really? Yeah. Although last summer was a bit of a bit of a departure from the norm. Yeah, which is very Canadian. Can, yeah. What is wrong with me? Very Canadian. <laughs> well, Canadian, uh, as long as you get to that end, we're safe. Um, well, we, me and Paul did a long run in the country on quite a... It got a bit like a western, didn't it? We, yes. We yeah. ran kind of... We thought we mustn't go more than 16 miles, and we were in the middle of nowhere, and we'd gone seven and a half miles. We, we need to turn back. We haven't got water. Yeah. 30 degrees all the way, mid... Mid-afternoon in Oxfordshire, and we're thinking, it's, this is like Death Valley. Oh, God. It and also, I came here. In fact, I'd forgotten this. It's a bit of a slightly buried memory. So I often talk about redoubling my training efforts for my last marathon and kind of getting it together and stuff. But the run where I realised I needed to was one right. I bowed out here in Victoria Park in the heat. Right. Just completely out of fuel in, and in the right state. I had to phone and get my wife to give me a lift home. So that's a, that's a bad one, isn't that's it? It's not good, is no. it? No. But we like we were saying we were chatting about this before. But Victoria Park is a bit of a. I don't know how far are we roughly from where you live. Uh, that's a good question. I see. I, this part of the park I always get lost in. I feel like we've entered some sort of like alternate universe. Yeah. Um, probably about five kilometers. Yeah. From where I live. Yeah. Well, that's a bit close. I just always feel think come here just seldom enough that I always associate it with really tough training. Yeah. Sometimes quite empowering. You know, that's where I chose you know, like to do another three miles at 17 or whatever. But often just light-headed confusion it's and also home of some really nice fast flight road races as well. Yeah, I've never done any of those. Have you done any of those, Miranda? Yeah, so, well, I've done the one, the one and only race I've done in Victoria Park. Um, is a really small community one called the Red Run. Oh, yeah. It just happened, actually. It was for uh, World AIDS Day on the 1st of December. Right. And that was my... 10k PB. Oh, great. 50.03. I was oh. so close to under 50 minutes. Nevertheless, PB, so uh, good God. for you. <laughs> but it's a great place to get a PB here, isn't oh, it? Oh, man. It's, it's so fast and flat. It's and perfect. Oops. Long stretches like this to really go for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Nice. The red run. I, I really would like to do what 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 races have you done here you did the 10k i did the, I did the sort of middlesex 10k sort of club champs I've done that a couple of times i've done the victoria park five mile road race which is a lovely race to yeah. lovely distance to have a crack at i've got to offer a little side note here that i'm very lucky i'm running in the middle of the three of us and uh, the winter the storm of the weekend has knocked a serious amount of timber out of the trees and, yeah uh, it's, all right. it's, it's a bit more trail than you'd imagine Sorry. There's a lot of hopping and kicking. There, there are some hazards. So, yeah, so your back toes. to your running story. So you started blogging six years ago. Yeah. You did that half, did that the half. Toronto half, and uh, uh, over to the UK four years ago. But what, what, what about the running events in that story? Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, that half marathon, I sincerely thought, I'm just going to get it done. Even if I have to crawl over that finish line on my hands and knees, I don't care. Yeah. I did it for the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no better reason. There, I mean, you guys know, obviously. There's something about running where, I don't know, it's like that sense of accomplishment when you cross the line. Yeah. Where you just suddenly start thinking, like, 
how much more could I do? Could I go faster or further? Yeah, yeah, or? yeah. Just oh. at the moment when you think you've done it. Also, like the it's a really nice feeling to train for something and run really hard and then stop. And then all these thoughts rush in, don't they, about, this is actually really good fun. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. The new space you've created. When the pain stops, it's like, mm, it's quite nice. And I, th- I think it was shortly after that where I kind of decided, you know what, I, I want to do a full marathon. Right. Um, so everything kind of in between there was leading up to that. Yeah. Uh, and then two years after that, did my first full marathon. Which was? Uh, also Toronto. was the Toronto Waterfront Marathon. Is that as nice as it sounds? Uh, it has parts that are nice. <laughs> right. The parts that are on the waterfront are, yeah. as you would imagine, lovely. Yeah. So should it be called the Toronto Not Always on the Waterfront Marathon? <laughs> Basically, would yeah. that be more There are those parts that accurate. get yeah. to the east end that are a bit... Uh, Toronto occasionally small. on the waterfront. <laughs> Contents of that, it may be. I'll suggest the rebrand. Particularly yeah. <laughs> in Canada where you realise that um, you realise exactly how um, fast and loose advertising can be in the UK when you're in Canada where things are a little bit more straightforward you know the CN Tower CN for Canadian National Tower there's just no no complication there you know I remember getting to Toronto and seeing an advert on telly and it said we've got really delicious steaks and they're cheap I thought, God, oh, I can relate to that. That's good advertising. <laughs> I'm not used to that kind of thing. how you see it, yeah. And how did your first marathon go? What was it? What was um, it? it it had moments of glory uh, and moments of were those terrible, the bits terrible. that were on the waterfront? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, I kind of blew up about six miles before the end. Right. Right. Um, and for the second half, as we say. Yes. Classic. Thankfully, my husband met me at that point in the race. And I told him before, you better bring me cookies. If you don't have a pocket full of cookies, I'm going to be very upset. That's good. That's um, a good race crew. Isn't so it? Is that a pocket full of cookies? Or he arrived. And me? yes, and true to, true to his promise, he brought cookies. And it kind of brought me back to life. And he ran that last six miles in with me, even though oh, he wasn't even in the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I actually don't think you're allowed to do. No, no. But <laughs> we don't need to. Um, you might not be allowed to do it from a race point of view, but from a marital point of view, that was, that was high scoring. It, very high That's scoring. That's a win. Um, Whilst feeding you cookies. Yes, and then at one point he um, he called his mom, and we talked to his mom on the phone. Have we got any more cookies? <laughs> Get the other Send one. biscuits. It was it was a real sort of distraction tactic, and yeah, I, to be honest, it worked. Because I was like a crazy person, yeah, fluctuating yeah. between sort of laughing maniacally and and bursting into tears. <laughs> it was like depths of despair, and then really high highs, <laughs> and eventually crossed the finish line. Uh, and I mean, I, I, at that time, actually, I said, never, never again. That's, yeah. that's I think it. That's a, I think a lot of people thought that. <laughs> I thought that. It's so intense for the first marathon, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And that, not the same, really, compared to your half. I think this is an interesting thing about the distances, actually. I think that to do a half properly, you have to train beyond your workaday run. But once you get to that, you're kind of on the first step into a whole world of distance. Definitely. Whereas a marathon, again, it's like the next line. It's like you can train to it. And I, I kind of feel like, despite having done loads of marathons now, I don't think, I, don't think I've got it to run in me to run any further than that. No, I, I don't know. I mean, the idea of an ultra appeals to me because I, I mean, I'm not fast, but I quite like endurance. Yes. And I like the mindlessness of one yeah, of those yeah, like loop ones, absolutely. you know? Yeah, yeah. But and also... A lot of cookies involved in ultra. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, somebody told generally. me that. Yeah. They were trying to convince Pizzas, you to do an ultra. Cookies, yeah. And he basically said, "Do you like to eat?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, and he said, "That's an ultra." Yeah. Eating. Just no, eating. That's always what's tempted to pull in, isn't it? The possibility. But of eating also, the thing out. of like running is fun. 
We run to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. The longer we run, the more we tend to enjoy it. Even though, like, when we stop or whatever, we just enjoy it more. So why not just run, run, and just keep running? It's seeking nirvana, Just keep, isn't keep it? running, yeah. Run varna. Exactly. So, so we've redrawn you after a pretty tough, well-husband-supported last <laughs> six miles of the Toronto Marathon. Yes. And you said never again. Was there a particular moment where you said, actually, again? Or was it more just you just gradually drifted I mean, back gra- into it? I mean, it took me two years from that point to kind of work up to doing another full marathon. I did lots of races yeah. in between, but... Are you in a club at all? Or are no, you I'm not. I'm okay. kind of a weird lone lone wolf runner. Right. Um, I like running with people. Yeah. You guys, you guys are great. <laughs> no, it's, it is nice running with people. The miles go quicker, don't they, and easier. They do, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, and I used to lead some uh, a running club in Toronto, actually, a 10K training clinic. But for some reason, since I moved here, I'm kind of just by myself a lot. Yeah, right. Maybe it's a London thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's kind of meditative for me. I think I spend my days surrounded by humans, so what? it's kind of nice to be by, by myself and running. What's your job? What do you do? Uh, so I work in PR. Right, okay. Uh, health and fitness PR, specifically. Okay. Uh, so all our clients are like gyms or right. uh, like healthy food brands, active travel. Popular running, uh, running podcasts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but all sorts, really. And, and it's great because obviously it appeals to my actual interests, yeah. which is helpful. And makes it easier for you to... That's good for your clients as well, well if you've actually got yeah. an interest in the thing. But and it's definitely. nice to get your own time, isn't it? To get definitely, yeah. Because the whole... I mean, PR is, is the business of relationships, right? So yeah. a lot of it is just... You know, people think PR is a lot of schmoozing and parties. And to a degree, there's, <laughs> there is some of that. Uh, but sometimes I could use some time just to... Be alone. To get head yeah. Out of it, yeah. Not when you're alone. running on your own, do you run with music or just with uh, <laughs> headless? Well, at the risk of sounding um, <laughs> a little too fangirl, I often listen to you guys. Hey. Um, so you're my running partner on my long great. runs. That's, what That's good. We like um, and then when hopefully you're this is a fairly familiar feeling. It's just that <laughs> it we talk actually, back. It's completely. When you bizarre, say actually. two guys, let's not to each other. Who's your favourite? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> whoa! whoa. Oh, I can't believe it. Ref. Ref. I mean, Ref. I, I could never ever. <laughs> We're joking, of course. <laughs> this is Steve. where you leave me in the park somewhere. <laughs> uh, but when your podcast is over, then I usually switch to some kind of music, like yeah. uh, 90s dance music. Good. Something with a good, steady, ridiculous yeah, yeah. beat. Well, that's how uh, uh, that's we how met uh, over 90s dance music. And that f- incredible, uh, the, the, the comparison of weather we were talking about earlier on. Remember that festival in Winchester yes, or something? Yes, that's right, yeah. And I did my bloop, 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 bloop comedy. Which, by the way, your, your skit about coffee... Yes. Still, the people that I went with, whenever we see them, that inevitably comes up. Yeah, I think it's permanent, so apologies. <laughs> You've really just got got into their brains. <laughs> Deep in there. I wrote a song recently about Christmas, which was strangely familiar. The chorus went, Christmas! <laughs> Christmas! I mean, why mess? Coffee at Christmas! Yeah, why mess with a good thing? Yeah, exactly. I basically covered myself and changed the words. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, so where are you at where you're running now then? What's up? What's up? Well, oh. I'm, I'm kind of end, end of my season, if I have such a thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I, I get to a weird point this time of year where I have nothing planned and it is equal parts liberating and also stressful because I'm like, oh God, yes. what am I going to do next year? Rootless. Because um, I put a lot of pressure on myself, you know, to keep getting better and succeeding. What's your what's your schedule for running like at the moment then? Do you, I mean, what's your sort of sinking over week. schedule? I mean, it's actually really low. I, I think compared to a lot of people I know who run, my average weekly mileage is like, I don't know, it could be anywhere from 10 miles to 20, maybe even less. Right, I just okay. keep running, keep, keep just, your head. Just three or four just, little runs a week. Yeah, little runs, but I like to do other things. Like yeah. go to a class at a gym called Orange Theory, do some cycling classes. What's just mix theory? it up a bit. What's so Orange? What is Orange Theory is um, a boutique fitness studio that does um, like hit training. Oh, okay. So you do it um, in every class you do running. Hit is high impact intensity. High interval, high, interval, high intensity high interval training. High intensity, right. And so you do a combination of running, rowing, uh, and weights in every class. Right. Which, to be honest, I think has actually made me a much better runner. Yeah, it's interesting how external stuff helps, doesn't it? Well, the other thing is I know you've done... You've done some uh, triathlon. Yes, yeah. Is That's that a good way ongoing? to force me out of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to someone about this yesterday. I don't think I've met a triathlete who likes doing all three I'm things. No, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I'm an average swimmer. It's, it's okay. Yeah. And I also, but all of it is with the sort of underpinning understanding that it will make my running better. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's great, though, isn't it, for yeah. running as well? All around body fitness and yeah, Low I think intensity. it's for, for, from a doctor's point of view, swimming is better for you than Definitely. running. This Definitely. comes from someone who really doesn't fancy swimming and loves a run, but there it is. I just don't like being wet. I know that sounds ridiculous, but the That's whole like enough. ordeal of. It does sound ridiculous from someone who has chosen to go swimming in the Thames. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> um, but also the pool is just gross. Yeah. Just full uh, of gross uh, things. Oh, no. He's awful. Yeah, yeah. Someone He's else awful. is used plaster. Terrible. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids. Yeah. And, like, you, you just you, know. You, look at, you know from the look in their eye that they're weeing at that moment, <laughs> exactly. that very moment. Yeah. yeah. And you just know that no matter what, you're just you're going to get warts. No matter what you do, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just convinced. <laughs> And for me, who has warts anyway, the judgment <laughs> as I get into the pool yeah, is yeah, horrendous well. whilst urinating. The looks yeah. I get, it's just, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just unfair. Call you, it's unfair. Victor Veruca down yeah. at the pool, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, running's so 
convenient, isn't it? Let's face Definitely. it. Definitely. Out the door and you're out for a run. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, which is great. Um, that's why I'm so happy that triathlons end with running. Because by the time it gets to that point, I'm just like, God, thank God, something I know. <laughs> yeah, and like you're saying about training, it's always something you're actually looking for. It's like, you know, you want to, sometimes when you're training with a runner, you want to get past the bit where you're yeah. feeling all um, fit and ready and clear-headed and get to the bit where you're tired and distracted, but you're still going. Exactly. That's where the good running happens. So yeah. you, you, say, you said earlier your highs and your lows, the block. What, were the, what would be some of the lows? Then? What, in, in the triathlon or no, just, no, just in general? Just generally that you've been in the last six years in, in your blog. Oh, well, of? I've had some major kind of foot problems. I mean, I think injuries plague lots of runners. Yes. Yeah. Um, when the I was, feet are so feet, important, aren't they? Not yeah. warts, not warts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I did have... Bunions? Um, yes, bunion, actually. You yeah. joke, but yeah. Um, bunions, yeah. yeah. I, so I had surgery on a bunion when I was 17 years old. If you want to get Super surgery weird. on that, you've got to get a doctor who really knows their bunions. It's well, an onions, bunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's basically never really healed properly. Uh, yeah. um, and I was thinking about having the surgery again this year, and I went through like I don't know how many stages of grief are there? Seven, <laughs> yeah. something like that. You know, sort of anger and then denial and yes. then, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. Do yeah. in the right order or just kind of like a pick and mix. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pick pick and mix grief. <laughs> um, and ultimately, I didn't go through with it. Yeah. Um, because I just decided that it was manageable, and I just couldn't deal with all of it yeah um, but that was definitely a low point yeah, because even sure. though I could run during all of that I didn't so yeah. I was just like oh it's over yeah yeah um, <laughs> well it becomes very psychological doesn't it it's that sense of once you the more complicated things become the more choked up yeah. you get with with regard to making them happen you know and, and that's true of everything yeah. if there's too many question marks and problems and, you know you just get you get a kind of inertia don't you most runners tend to end up running with little things wrong with them anyway, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. kind of accommodation with a semi-injury that they're nursing at any one time. Well, and, and lots, of, lots of sympathy among the running community. I mean, everyone kind of gets it, right? So yeah, yeah. That was helpful. That was but how is it low. now? Did it, uh, yeah, know. so, I mean, this sounds absolutely medically impossible, but it seems to be completely fine now. Great. <laughs> like, absolutely <laughs> did nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah, that can work. Um, yeah. And it's completely fine. Well, that's right, again, I mean, it doesn't look fine. It looks terrible. I feel like a right hippie, but maybe that was it. You just need to just get untangled with it you know yeah but I mean if you see it one of my friends actually saw my foot once and went <gasps> like in disgust as yeah, if it was yeah, some yeah. sort of horrible beast hey, please, we're let's, all, please we're let's not have a foot off no no no, no, no. no. <laughs> there's, there's things that we could all show now that would I, I mean we're all, all before Christmas dinner no, no. With, the, with the speech marks in the air we're all proper runners no one here is expected to have feet that can be born you know no one <laughs> yeah. wants to see this night there isn't a foot this. model amongst us no definitely not but that thing of one of my toenails fell off the other day didn't oh, really? I yeah. feel like I should congratulate you yeah, Really yeah. no, it's, it's a, a baby toenail. <laughs> put it under your pillow. I put it under the Christmas tree for the kids look, to open. Wraps. She's doing wraps up. Oh, what is the surprise? <laughs> so, the other thing you mentioned before we start recording yeah. is that you've gone. Uh, you're, you're, you're not, not measuring how far you're going or yeah. your pace and everything. I've, I've gone naked running, I tell naked people. Naked running, very good. I think good. it's very racy, but technologically naked, I mean. Yeah, I mean, again, like the feet thing, I think if you're actually naked now, apart from the else, it would just be cold. <laughs> yeah. Really cold. I'm, I'm gearing up for a Canadian run, so <laughs> nakedness is not conducive well, to Canada. At least do what Paul didn't get the thighs out in the minus 20. <laughs> so what provokes that, then? Because that, uh, um, I must say, that's something that I tend to do naturally with yeah. me it's, it's it's unusual to measure a run yeah i tend yeah, so to always run off watch. i mean to be honest i kind of got a bit obsessed with the numbers right there was a time where it was very motivating to see you know getting faster and going further um 
but then it just kind of turned me into a bit of like an anxious robot <laughs> yes, <laughs> to yeah. a degree where which is I the would, worst of both worlds right and so I'd start looking at my watch when I was running and I think to myself ooh that's a fast pace and then I start to feel tired yeah. and I slow down yeah, yeah. or I'd start to think oh I've gone really far yeah. I should be tired and I was tired and the second I stopped wearing it I was you felt better. always, always consistently running faster. Yeah, so right. That's interesting, isn't it? And, and feeling that's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not yeah. feeling tired. So that's that's a negative relationship you've got there with time then, isn't it? Well, yeah. 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 And with distance, I mean, if, when it comes down to it, we're all looking for ways to take our head out of the equation. Definitely. I mean, I think some people, I think possibly none of us three, but some people probably find the fact that their phone or their watch is doing all the pacing and thinking for them that enables helps, them to unlock them. Yeah. and right. to really kind of uh, glide but you know you, you're always off watch yeah. you've discarded your, I find that I basically have to kind of lie to myself and know how far I've gone and how fast I'm going but not look you know if I had it yeah. on my watch I would look at it every three to four seconds for my whole life and that would just kill me yeah, it's, it, honestly, it's been really good. My running truly has never been better since I've stopped oh, that's fantastic. It. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, I, th- I think it's good. So I mean, we recommend home. naked running to anyone as long as we specify exactly, exactly. what it is. Exactly, you have to be specific. <laughs> um, I mean, I may park. go back to it at some stage, but for now, I mean, I don't know, something really magical. how long has been then? How long have you uh, been? I don't know, a couple of months, three months. Right, okay, cool. So yeah, I've got, and in that time, had my half marathon and 10K personal best and was four seconds off my 5K PB, so... Brilliant. Yeah, I mean... What is your 5K PB? Uh, 2414. Nice. That's great. So you're quite close to that minute as well. Yeah. You can take that one down. I mean, but this is the thing. When I wore the watch, I would always think, well, I can never do that. I can never be sub-25. Yeah. And the second you take it off, I've run sub-25 every weekend (laughs) for the last six months. That's so funny. Is that park run? Yeah. Which park run do you favor? Uh, So I I always go to Highbury Fields. Yes. um, Mainly just because of proximity. It's close to my flat. We used to go there. Yeah, I haven't been for a while. Um, it's quite intense course though, yeah, isn't it? So the, the, the laps. Five times around the park. Yeah. Basically like five little hill repeats. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is a toughie. Yeah. Um, good yeah, for your rhythm, I think. The, very the good. I've done uh, 50 park runs. Last weekend was my 50th. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, good. 40, 48 of them. Thanks. 48 of them were at Highbury Fields. Right. <laughs> so. Have we got a nice for 50 park runs? <laughs> You should do. We will do. We'll get it. <laughs> it's only about time. I've got it yet. <laughs> 50, 50. 50. That's good. I like that. Yeah, it works. I've heard it somewhere before. We're going a bit off. A bit so off. where were the other two? Come on, let's do this. That's true. This is, a this is pretty scary stuff, isn't it? It's all right. I've been here. I know this. <laughs> he <laughs> says, as two, two men lead me on into the, the bushes. Oh, no, well, I, can free, I can see you the way back. <laughs> No, we're nearly there now, actually. We've nearly done a loop. That's and, uh, true. I, I, just as you say, with all the talking, you know. It just flies by, doesn't it? It just flies by. And Victoria Park is gorgeous as well. I mean, it's, it is it's just really lovely. nice today, isn't it? <sighs> and so you're up for, you're shortlisted for an awards. What's yeah, happening there? Um, so the that. Running Awards uh, is a big annual awards event, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's all brands and all things running uh, voted on by runners for their favourites. So there's categories like shoes and clothes and right. races uh, and blogs. That's great. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So my blog's in the you. top 12, Woo-hoo. which is very exciting. Um, yeah, I'm thrilled about it, actually. Uh, it's the third year it's been shortlisted. So, you know, always a bridesmaid, and never a bride. does it help but. your motivation <laughs> doing the blog? Does it help kind of... Does it deepen your relationship with running, then? Well, definitely. And it kind of holds me accountable a little bit. Because I've kind of put out there, it's like, hey, world, I'm a runner. And then the second I stop writing, people are like, ah, she's not running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
so I have to keep you, it up. You don't yeah. want to turn back into a tree that falls over in the forest without anyone here. Exactly. So I gotta so maintain appearances. When do they announce that? Um, in April. Because uh, we this is we we haven't f- focused on the festivities and it's not quite Christmas yet. It is not. But you're part of our Christmas uh, interview season Yay. and this will probably be out like. You know, right in the middle of the first... I don't know what day of the week Christmas is, but we're talking Boxing Day or Boxing Day, Boxing Day. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Have you got big plans? Uh, I'll be in Canada, probably eating and drinking my weight in festive food. Good, you're going to do it right. Yeah, and I'm hoping for some good winter runs in Canada. I try and get out a few times, uh, just for the novelty factor. It's good to get out at Christmas, isn't it? Just escape. That's one of those things, like down the years. I've seen people running in the holidays long before I was a runner and thought, what are you doing? And now I get to... If I get to the 27th, and I haven't had a run since the 23rd. Yeah. I'll be like... Yeah, so I get crazy. T- totally yeah. Also, you spend yeah. a lot of time indoors at Christmas, just kind of huddled around with people. Yes. And it's yeah. like, yeah. sometimes you just need to get out. And Absolutely, then you come back, yeah. you're like a new person. And if you've ever trained, unfortunately, it does slightly spoil, although it enhances as well because you see it. I don't know. But you you know when you've had all that food and drink. Yeah. You yeah. feel it on <laughs> yes. you, which yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. younger, I wouldn't have known. That was just my natural state all year round. <laughs> and we're doing, we are doing, we're definitely doing London. So we've got to keep yeah, some, good, kind of, great. some kind of movement over Christmas or else that can be tricky. There's no Christmas tree here, but I've just no. noticed these monkey puzzle trees. Oh, that's right. I think that's that's next oh, that's very nice. They look kind of festive. Yeah. And you said you haven't got any plans for 2019, but what, what I mean, are your pre-planned plans? Well, I, I think I am going to do the triathlon again, because yeah. my Olympic distance one this year was such a blow-up. Um, I fell off my bike, not once, but twice, if you can even possibly imagine <laughs> how right, idiotic yeah. that is. I mean, we're not um, triathletes, but that doesn't sound like uh, top-end stuff. No, so I was no. basically like rage cycling because I was so angry and embarrassed um, and uh, and I was all set to be so much better than last year and I was seven minutes slower right. which which to be fair falling off my bike twice and I was only seven minutes slower yeah, is actually quite a feat yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just I just though, was yeah. really just disappointed yeah. and it's like you get one shot you know so. yes. yeah. it seems to me I don't know how cl- clear I was being over there but that sense of if you add things to things they get more complicated it makes me think of Murakami talking about triathlons it's like well I'm going to do this I'm going to do that and then you get there and you're like wait a minute yeah. Well, it always seems like there's another variable to come is, up. It is on a high-maintenance sport triathlon. Yeah. Like it is a lot. The of transition stage faffing around all would, of it. Would I mean, really do you in, wouldn't it? Well, and, that, and that's just that's a skill in and of itself. Yes, of so, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a quick, quick, quick change. Um, yeah. You know, people do crazy stuff. Like they put their cycling shoes on the pedals before, and then yes, just kind of get on and stuff their feet in. I mean, I can barely stay up stay up right on the bike let alone put my feet I'm in picturing cowboys jumping off roofs onto horses I mean it basically is that yeah. um, so but yeah. that's part of the fun I suppose isn't it if yeah. you embrace it definitely, yeah. definitely. if you embrace it I mean, I, I mean I'd be appalling <laughs> I, would, I would be absolutely <laughs> say, where's my shoe <laughs> got my shoe that's the other thing you have to remember in the sea of bicycles you have to somehow remember where you've put yours oh, yeah. thousands of bikes it'd be like, nightmare. you go down the wrong thing and it's like where yeah, is yeah. it yeah yeah I've been skiing and also you have that altitude drinking where you have like oh two beers will be fine in the thin air, you get back to the skis and you're like, oh! Yeah, it literally is that exact experience, except you're like, time, time, gotta get my... <laughs> I mean, a watch is too much gear for me. So, yeah. I mean, you know, bikes and swimming yeah, trunks I mean, I've got to say, like, in real thing. terms, you're not selling it. <laughs> yeah, so I'll do that again. That sounds absolutely joyful. To look um, I, I, yeah. w- I want to do London, but I, I just I can't seem to get in through the lottery, which I realize is not unusual. Um, I need to find a ch- charity to do it, but I've been quite um, <laughs> quite needy. Um, I've run for a couple of charities this year, and I feel like I've kind of maxed out the goodwill of my network. It so. can be difficult. Yeah, <laughs> it can be difficult people, to hit people. So well, this right. is it. And they're like, yeah. didn't I already give you fifty quid? Like, you know, yes, <laughs> yeah, especially. And it is. As someone said to me, I mean, I love. I've done loads of fundraising. I really like it. But someone said to me ahead of my first London, they said the fundraising is going to be as hard yeah. as the as the training yeah. Yeah. and uh, and it is in a, in a very real sense you've got to think about it all the time you've got to do it when you don't want to do it all this kind of stuff so uh, 
yeah, no, but right. it is a nice there is a very healthy relationship and I've realised over time that it isn't always the case the healthy relationship between the London Marathon in particular and other events and fundraising and, that, and that's a good thing but it's a, it's a thing yeah, yeah it's a yeah, thing it's not easy yeah yeah, so, right, so, I'm gonna so get us I don't in front know. Of this. I don't know what's on tap for 2019. It's a surprise. I'll decide in January. Well, that's the other thing about charity yeah, places is ooh, that those events prickly. can oh, come around. Oh, uh, shit, it is prickly. <laughs> it's, it's prickly, and so what do I do? I touched it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you didn't, didn't believe him. Ah. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't look that Christmassy in the photo. <laughs> I, I look it looks like the Christmas tree just before you chuck it out. It's an arachnid, a monkey puzzle tree. They're dangerous. I mean, I see it stabbed me. Yeah, We're getting clumsy. So. I don't know how far we went, by the way. Do you, do you I have know? no Probably idea. Do I don't know. Miles. Make it around. Don't, don't have a clue. Don't care. <laughs> we're, yeah, off, yeah. we're off grid. Yeah, exactly. We're well, totally it's, off grid. It's, we one. now know for sure that it's just over two and three quarter miles around Victoria. Right, there right. You go. That was very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Nice and relaxing. So send us your PBs. I haven't got any today, but the new year, we'll be, we'll be starting the year with a raft of new PBs. Yes, and um, uh, Miranda's uh, blog is Thoughts on Pavement. Uh, is there anywhere particular to get it? or just Get it. Just thoughtsonpavement.com. Dot uh, com. Um, yeah. Fantastic. You fantastic. Can find and it there uh, on um, Twitter, uh, your Twitter. Twitter, handle. yeah. I'm Miranda Mack. Um, maiden name. I know that confuses people. I was McDonald, so right. <laughs> Miranda well, Mack. Just as long as you stay with M's. M's, exactly. You know. I've always been a double M, so. Before <laughs> that, you were called Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, like it. Um, like and uh, are you Instagram, Facebook? Or? Yes, um, Instagram. I'm also Miranda Mac Seven because I don't know. Apparently, there are six others. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Well, thanks Fantastic. for running with us. Merry well, Christmas. Christmas. Really Thank nice. Have a great me. Christmas. Have a, a great, great Christmas to all our listeners as well. Have, hope you're having a good one. We look forward to many adventures in the new year. Yeah, yeah. The running Coventry London Marathon special. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Get on that. We'll end up running with loads of people, hopefully. That's the idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, The exactly. idea you're being a bunch well, of people maybe chatting what we need to loads to do of people whilst doing it. Twitter, um, uh, uh, you know, one of those choice things where everyone, basically everyone we know who's running the London Marathon needs to let us know beforehand whether we should leave them the hell alone. Yes. Or run after them. When someone's going to touch the seat, I'm planning to run 250 and I'd like you to interview uh, me at 20 miles. We're like, yeah. we're coming yeah. after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't think we'll be troubling them. Um, anyway, I hope, yeah, um, uh, he's going to find out is naughty or nice so uh, good luck with that with Paul Tonkinson some stupid rubbish at the end instead of saying thank you to you it's fine I mean this is really fun I'm sad it's over Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.